Hi, first of all, I'd like to thank you for inviting me to come and speak. Uh, my name is Flavia May. I'm a graduate student here in the clinical psychology program. I am from Switzerland. I come from a small village on the lake of Geneva, between uh, Geneva and Lausanne in the French-speaking part of Switzerland. I went to an international boarding school, so I'm very much attached to all the international uh, connections. And uh, I studied in, in Switzerland. And then I went to England, and uh, then I applied to CLU. CLU was my first choice um, because I come from a Lutheran family, and I wanted to experience the American schooling system uh, in a traditional uh, setting. And uh, I found uh, the American education at its best right here in a nice family environment that I very much enjoy. Um, what did I do? Oh, after CLU, I had gathered all my tools and knowledge I needed to have in order to apply for graduate school. And I was very fortunate. I applied and I got accepted to Harvard University in Boston. And I'm very thankful to CLU to have given me all the tools and all the moral and uh, support I needed in order to apply and have all this uh, knowledge to apply to a great school. There I worked um, at the Harvard Medical School and uh, with a great professor, Roger Pittman, and I wrote my thesis on post-traumatic stress disorder um, in war veterans. Um, since I loved research, I got involved in many different projects, also from a multicultural uh, background. And um, I liked the bio part of it, but I also missed the psychology part of it. And since I had gone here to the undergrad, uh, I thought, well, going back to CLU would be a great opportunity since I know all of their graduate uh, courses and, of course, the great professors I had encountered here before. And I applied and I got accepted here to the graduate program in clinical psychology, which I very much uh, enjoy. I'm in my second year now and I'm writing my thesis proposal, so I'm looking forward uh, to completing this here. Um, in the clinical psychology program I started last year, there weren't as many international students as there are this year. So that's a great uh, positive thing for the international community. We're growing slowly, slowly, more and more. And um, of course I made many friends at the undergraduate level with uh, friends and acquaintances, with um, people from the area, international students as well, and of course my professors who were very supporting of all the different projects we had uh, done. Um, of course, the CLU community offers many um, activities in forms of clubs, organization, volunteering, community programs, sports activities, and there's, as you all know, always something to do on campus or off campus. If you need help, there's always somebody there to help you, to guide you, to give you advice. And I find this very um, helpful and warm from a university that not many other universities, especially at the larger scale, offer. Also, what I found interesting is when I first moved in the area in Westlake Village, I, of course, you know, I went to all the neighbors, introduced myself, and uh, many of them were from CLU. So, of course, there was <laughs> this very rapid connection. Oh, you're one of ours, you know? Yes. So, of course, I was very much integrated into the community, not only here on campus, but also off campus. So that was great. And, again, it shows you how the CLU community is just, you know, 
a very big family, actually. Um, so what I'll take home with me, of course, here are the good, com- uh, good memories of the strong community feeling, especially from a university that encourages critical thinking and encourages innovative, uh, innovative ideas. Um, there's always somebody there to encourage you in whatever you're doing, in whatever field you plan going into. Um, and the message I'll pass on is that at CLU, everything is possible. You just need to ask for help, and you will get it. And just follow your dreams. Thank you very much. Good morning. Thank you, Flavia, for sharing. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. once said, We either learn to live together as brothers or will perish together as fools. I don't think that lesson has been more significant than this time in our history as human beings. Our fates are truly tied together, and we've all seen that when we look at the current economic crisis. International education is our key for future together as brothers. Today, please recognize with us our courageous future leaders who have traveled abroad to study, and through their noble endeavor, they're helping us to ensure that our future is that of brotherhood, born of mutual respect and understanding. I invite you to get to know our 198 international students. We'll be welcoming another 22 on Friday. Listen to their stories and strengthen the bonds of our mutual humanity that reaches well beyond any perceived differences that we might have. We're excited to be recognizing these students today. As you can imagine, it takes a lot of courage to study abroad. It can be quite an adventure. And it's through study abroad and through travel that students gain a greater understanding and appreciation of God's creation. And they also gain a greater awareness and and compassion for God's people. So we are proud of all of these students and the many contributions they make to the CLU campus. The reading this morning is from the Gospel of Matthew. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed and in terrible suffering. Jesus said to him, I will go and heal him. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was astonished and said to those following him, I tell you the truth, I have, found, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you that many will come from the east and the west and will take their places with the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Here ends the reading. My name is Kayla Holhalter, and I'm from Phoenix, Arizona, And I studied abroad in London, but while I was overseas, I also went to Italy and the Vatican with two friends that I had met in London. 
We were about to walk in St. Peter's Basilica, and my friend Lauren said, I'll meet you guys outside. It's just another church. (laughs) Just another church, I thought. (laughs) I walked in in awe. The awe sensation took over. The history and the love of God that was in that place was overpowering. You automatically felt God's presence. To be honest, while I was in London, I went to a total of three church services. My first was Westminster Abbey, of course, on a Sunday morning. Nothing can compare. It was built in 1065, and I'm used to a church that was built in 1976. (laughs) The second, the closest church, was a Catholic church. So I went and pretended to be Catholic um, because it was one of those days that I needed God the most. (laughs) I also found the only Lutheran church in London, and it made me feel at home. My faith really grew, though, because of the people that I met. My roommate was an atheist from New Jersey, and our friend in the flat next door was a Christian from a mega church in Texas. (laughs) and I was born and raised ELCA Lutheran. The three of us got into the deepest theological discussions, and we agreed to disagree on a lot of the issues, but also found common ground and respected each other. My faith grew, and I now believe, firstly, that God loves everyone, and we are all his children, and that's what matters. And secondly, we are here to love and support and help each other find what works best for us. Whether it is church every Sunday, meditation every morning, believing to not believe. We all find what works best to get us through this world we live in. And God is watching and guiding us all. Hi everyone, I'm from Vietnam, a country that cannot be tamed. Just like me, not very docile. Forever Vietnam is my flame. Hi everyone, my name is Khoa. Black hair, short, smart, say more. Major in chem, minor in art. Last year I stayed in Illinois. I am called international. In a way, I am like you all. Struggling, learning, exchanging. But so far, it's not bad at all. People here are really friendly. They say hi, they smile, then goodbye. That's something I'm still not used to, because there are times I don't want to smile. Different people, different perspectives. Good food here, yet acquiring. Casual classes, advanced technology. And time here always wants to flee. I admit I do miss Mi Wang. Smelling fish, tasting bean sprout. No makeups, no cars, no brain clothes. Just a plain, simple, honest Vietnam. Yet the world has much more than Vietnam. And the world is definitely larger than USA. In fact, there are more than 190 bunches of cultures, knowledge for me to see. Right here in CLU, I learned to be open. Because you cannot learn when you close your mind. I learned to listen and to share. And to, atten- and to attend events like warfare. Good morning, everyone. 
My name is Roberta Goggert, and I'm a senior business major also from Phoenix, Arizona. And I know I don't look like an international student, but when I studied abroad, believe me, I stuck out like a sore thumb. <laughs> Before my sophomore year, I was the opposite of international. I had been all over the United States and done a lot of trips with my family and took an entire day trip once to Mexico and once to Montreal. But I didn't really think that that constituted experiencing a new culture. Then 2007 happened and the magic of what I call study abroad. In one year, I traveled to 16 countries and three continents and I literally went around the world. I visited cultures that represent over half of the world's population and with that, I've seen a lot of good things and I've seen a lot of really bad things. But all of it was really important in shaping who I am today and how I see everything around me. A lot can be learned by reading about places and seeing pictures, but it's an entirely different feeling being there in person. I've seen the killing fields used by the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia. I've crawled in the tunnels used by the Viet Cong during what they call the American War. I've been to Hiroshima and I've seen where the first atom bomb was dropped. I've seen more wonders of the world than I'd ever would have imagined. I've been to the Great Wall in China, the Taj Mahal in India, Angkor Wat in Cambodia, and the Giza pyramids in Egypt. And believe me, I'm going to see more. And get this, I even learned while I was studying abroad. Yep. <laughs> I've talked with business leaders from John Deere about personnel management and their factory in Germany. I've learned about small business practices from a chocolate shop owner in Belgium. I've been exposed to more religions than I had ever even heard about growing up Lutheran in Phoenix. In Vietnam, I went to a Cao Dai temple where the three faiths of Taoism, Buddhism, and Confucianism all worshiped together at once. In India, I witnessed the powerful ritual bathings in the Ganges River. In Hong Kong, I went to Lantown Island and I saw the big Buddha statue and visited the monastery there. In Turkey, I visited the Blue Mosque and saw how beautiful it was. And in Egypt, one of my favorites was hiking Mount Sinai, where Moses received the Ten Commandments from God at night, just in time for the sunrise in the morning. And all the while I was there, there was one phrase that was in my mind. Oh. My. God. And believe me, I saw God in all of those things. One of my favorite songs is Open the Eyes of My Heart, and my favorite line is, open the eyes of my heart, I want to see you. My heart was open more during my time abroad than the rest of my life combined. And how could it not be? I was forced to challenge everything that was presented to me. Suddenly, things that were once so cut and dry suddenly became blurry, and I didn't know how to look at things anymore. And all of that was in a very good way. My eyes were open to injustices of the world, to different faiths, different governments, disabled orphans in India. And in all of those experiences, God was right there with me, opening my eyes so that I might help others see. Thank you.